Well, welcome back to the podcast. Welcome to episode number 102 of Starting the Conversation. And welcome to a small talk episode where I'm giving you a behind the scenes look at what's happening in my business right now. Now, this is a bit of a different episode for me to share, but it's one that I'm really excited to share because I am so, so interested in the behind the scenes of other people's businesses and more specifically in the thought processes that go into the decisions that they make. It would be very true to say that right now, my business is going through a big shift. And whilst you can't necessarily see it or it's not fully happened, I want to share more about what the process so far has looked like and where things are shifting from here. But before that, I have something very, very exciting and slightly terrifying to share, which is that retreat tickets are now live. If you're not familiar, Gather and Grow is a workshop retreat which blends expertise, community, and space to help you as a business owner get to the heart of what you do and level up your business. The retreat is all about valuing the impact of stepping out of the everyday and working big picture. And it's about bringing you clarity on where you want to go and also giving you the action steps and the confidence and the mindset that you need to get there. Tickets are open from today for the next two weeks until Sunday the 15th of March. So all of the links will be in the show notes for you to save your space. And if you've got any questions at all, you know where I am. But self-promo aside, let's get back to the episode where I'm talking more about the shifts that are going on in my business right now. Now, to give you some context on this shift, about two years ago, I moved from social media management to digital marketing coaching. And since then, I have loved doing coaching as my primary work and nothing within that has majorly changed until now. This shift going on in my business right now is shifting everything. It's shifting my schedule, my income streams, my boundaries, my big picture. I want to take an opportunity within this episode to share more whilst I'm working through this shift about why it's happened, how I found it, and where it really takes my business. When I sat down to record this episode, I started to think about where this shift first originated and how it's kind of come to life. And when I did that, I realized that for me, this shift kind of takes three different stages. Stage number one is the question. Stage number two is finding the answers. And stage number three is landing on a new normal. So starting with that stage number one, the question, which for me really looks like realizing that this shift needed to happen. For me, this shift that my business is going through right now started as a bit of a question or I guess more of a niggling feeling around the middle of 2019. And for me, what that question looked like was the question of how do I level up this business, aka make more money and work with more people without losing impact, but whilst being more accessible. It took quite a few months for that question to become clear. And for me, that question and realizing that I needed to answer that question came down to a few factors. Number one, I realized that I wanted to build a more sustainable workload for the sake of my personal life and also my physical and my mental health. Number two, I was feeling the need to be challenged and to push myself in a new direction. You know, I'd been coaching for two years and that felt great but I hadn't really thrown myself into anything new in a while. And number three, I knew that I didn't have any more time to give, but I wanted to have a wider impact and I wanted to work with more people and level up my business. So whilst looking back, those for me are the factors that I can kind of draw out when I think about why this question existed. 
it's worth saying that at that point, I did not think that clearly. You know, looking back, it's easy for me to understand that that was what I was going through. But at the time, what that actually looked like were just little moments and little niggles of a feeling. You know, a random thought about the possibility of doing something other than one-on-one work. A conversation with a business friend, which maybe reminded me that I wasn't working that sustainably. Or just a passing thought about what would come next and how my business would evolve. It took a good few months for me to move from a place where I was having those random thoughts and feeling those nudges to a place where I clearly understood the question that was coming up within that. And that to me is a really important thing because something that I know about myself is I don't take action towards something unless I feel really passionate about it. So for me, giving that question time to evolve and allowing that question to get to a place where it felt urgent and felt like something I wanted to answer was really important. So once the existence of that question, you know, how do I level up my business? How do I go to the next stage while staying impactful and whilst being more accessible became clear, my mind then began to think about how I would answer that. Now for me, the specific answer to that question wasn't clear at that point. But I did know that what it would involve would be a shift in my offerings and a change from one-on-one coaching being my primary source of income to a more even split between more passive and more sustainable ways of working. Now, anyone who's listening to this who works one-on-one will totally get what I'm saying here. It's the most brilliant thing. It's the biggest privilege to walk alongside someone and see them shift and grow and develop through the things that you can help them with. But it's limited. Selling your time, whilst I love it because it's a clear exchange and it makes sense to me, does have a limit because time is the one thing that we do have a limit around. And for me, since realizing that this question was something that I wanted to answer, the limited aspect to one-on-one work has become more and more frustrating to me. Now, back in 2019, I tried to answer this question by launching the shop. Some of you might have seen, I launched an online shop which had digital products in it. And whilst that launch helped me to understand what it might look like to answer that question, it didn't work out. So I sat with that question a little bit more. I carried on with my business and allowed it to be something that I would just take myself back to every now and again, not pushing myself for a solution, not forcing myself to figure it out, but just knowing that it was something that I wanted to shift at some point. And that for me, when I kind of began to sit in that discomfort and just let things happen, was when the six week thing came to life. When I launched the six-week thing, which is a group coaching program, if you're not familiar, I was really open with you guys about the fact that for the first time, I felt like I was beginning to answer that question. And the launch of the six-week thing and the subsequent success of it, thank you very much for being brilliant people for that one, was for me my first big step in beginning to make this shift. And when I look back was the first piece of action that I took in what for me has now become a really big shift within my business as a whole. Which brings me on to stage two of the shift. And this for me would be the stage that I'm in right now, which I would put the language to of finding the answers. Now I've mentioned it already, for me, nothing great in my business comes from a place of forcing an idea or forcing an answer. So once in stage one, I knew that this question existed and I knew that I wanted to sort it. I also had to admit that it would take a blend of action, trial and error, and ultimately patience to figure out. And for me, that's the phase that I'm in right now. For me, phase two, finding the answers, really looks like understanding that question. 
and understanding what it looks like to answer that question in a way that lines up with my values and offers a genuinely sustainable solution. For me, the most important thing in this stage and in any stage of shifting your business is taking action. I'm a big believer in the fact that we learn best through action. And for me, answering this question, whilst it felt like quite a hard question to answer, was no different. Like I said, the six week thing was almost the start of this phase, but going into it, that was the only step that I knew. And through doing that, the next step has become clear and a lot more things have begun to happen. To me, the six week thing and doing that group coaching proved to me that the question could potentially be answered. You know, it proved to me, okay, my coaching can work in a group setting. There is a way of working that allows me to scale up and things can find that balance between being accessible and being impactful. The success of the six week thing, not just in the fact that it sold out, but mainly in the fact that it had its desired impact, proved to me that a business which relied on less one-on-one work was possible. And since realizing that, I've been exploring what it would look like to make that happen and really starting to put that into practice. So what does that look like? Well, you're probably gonna roll your eyes right now because for me, the biggest thing that has begun to make this shift clear and bring this from a place where it was just a question to where I'm actually taking action has been in carving out space to work on the big picture. You know, I went into the six week thing just thinking like, yep, this feels like a way to start to answer that question. And through doing that, I realized that actually what I was talking about here was a way bigger shift in my business than I'd expected. And what I was prompted to do within that realization was really just remind myself of what I was working towards. You know, asking myself, what do I want my business to look like? What do I want my business to feel like? What do I want my week to look like? My month to look like? My year to look like? All of those questions helped me to get really clear on truly the business that I wanted to build so that this shift could begin to take place. And for me, the answers to those questions were along the lines of a business model that split between one-on-one coaching, group coaching, and the retreats, far more structure around how I do things and what that looks like for other people, and also far more structure and boundaries around how and where my time is spent. Now, something that I realized pretty quickly after starting to ask myself those big questions and really ask myself, like, ideally, what would things look like is that I actually have a lot of limiting beliefs around what my business is capable of and what's possible. You know, even doing that work of what do I want my week to look like or how much money do I want to make flagged up limiting beliefs like, you know, I have to be working all the hours or having boundaries around my time is bad for my clients or it isn't feasible for me to shift things completely away from the business that I have right now. And for me, working through those limiting beliefs has only been done by working with someone else. Over the last couple of months, I started working with Joe Hooper, who is a mental health at work mentor, who has been fundamental in me helping this shift happen and really helping me to figure out what it would look like to run a business in a way that works for me. When I reconnected to that big picture, what I was really realizing was like, my business is great and I love it, but I'm not doing everything I can to make sure this business is having the impact I want it to have on me or on others. So there were a lot of shifts and a lot of changes that suddenly became apparent. Jo helped me to reach the conclusion of where I wanted to be. She helped me to understand what isn't working about my current business and the way that I've structured things now. 
She helped me to map out what it would look like to shift things towards that big picture. And most importantly, she's helped me to work through those limiting beliefs that have flagged up along the way. Now for me, starting to put this shift into place doesn't just look like mapping out what's coming into the business, aka more six-week thing coaching programs and retreats, but also changing what's already there. I think for me, this was the most unexpected thing about this shift. As it began to become clear to me, I suddenly realized like, oh, this isn't just bringing more things into the business. This is actually completely changing the stuff that I'm doing right now. You know, with my coaching, that's going to look like moving from two packages to one, working with way less people, pricing myself differently, onboarding three times a year instead of six. All of these changes about the way that I'm currently doing things are being brought to life in order to line up with that big picture that I now feel way more clear on and way more passionate about. And actually when gaining that clarity on what I want my business to look like and what I want to change, I've had to be really kind to my past self for what she's done. This might sound like a weird thing to say, but it's easy to sit here and look back and look at all of the things that need to change about my business. And once realizing what those things are, which are very often quite simple and quite minor, it can also be easy to kind of judge or be annoyed at my past self for not realizing that. But it's completely true to say that I've only reached those conclusions of what could be done better or maybe just what's not working through taking action and running the business that I had at the time. I see this in clients all the time, actually. They will kick themselves for realizing something that seems super simple and super logical. But I always say to them that quote of you didn't know what you didn't know. And that's something that I'm really having to apply to myself right now. You know, as I'm realizing, okay, this isn't just about doing new things, but also making quite small and simple changes in what I'm doing. And then realizing that those small and simple changes actually make a really big difference. I'm having to be kind to my past self for not realizing that stuff sooner because the reality is I didn't know what I didn't know and I needed to run the business that I was running to get to this place where I've got this clarity. Another challenge that I've noticed has come up when I've kind of gained this clarity and thought about this transition is actually the practical transition between the business that I've got now and the business that I want. And what I mean by that is that adding in the new stuff like retreats and group coaching has been done whilst my one-on-one -on -one coaching is at maximum capacity. I spoke about this a bit with Steph on the last episode, which, oh my gosh, you guys have had the best response to, so thank you for that. But within that conversation about 10K months and leveling up, we talked about how bringing more things into your business to help you level up, to help you reach more income goals, often means bringing that stuff in alongside what you've got. And when your time and your resources and your energy is already stretched to the max, that can be a really tough thing to walk through. Yes, I did make the decision to put my coaching on pause after March to focus on this shift, but because I work with clients for up to six months, that means that I'm still gonna be at full capacity with one-on-one -on -one work until at least around June. So taking action now to bring these new things in that feel like the future of my business has forced me to balance actually an element of the business that I want alongside the fullness of the business that I've currently got. And I don't regret doing it that way. I'm such an action taker and I knew that I just wanted to start doing as soon as I could. But it has really challenged me to get more organized, to set boundaries around my time and to really be creative with the ways that I manage my workload and get things done. 
Like I said, I'm still glad that I brought the new stuff in without getting rid of everything that I've currently got. But I do look forward to the days when the coaching is starting to ease back to where I want it to be and everything kind of sits in the way that I want it to. It's helpful to admit that we can't change everything about our businesses immediately. We have to honor what's already there. And if you've already booked in work and you've already said yes to things, often that looks like following through with those commitments whilst making the changes that you can right now and knowing that as soon as things are in your control, you're gonna make all those future changes. Whilst I'm still in the midst of this second stage, figuring out the answer, there is a lot more to figure out. And let me tell you, a lot of work to do. I feel like when it comes to the clarity side of this, I'm pretty much there. But the next step with that is putting it into place. You know, clarity is only impactful when it's followed up with action. And hands up, the action and the doing and the rewriting contracts and organizing new things isn't always my favorite part. You know, it feels brilliant to be in the midst of answering this question and already doing things right now to see the impact of it. But I'm really looking forward to stage three, which is going to be where I'm really stepping up to that new normal and I guess properly shifting the whole of my business in line with this clarity. So if I'm still in stage two right now, what does stage three look like? Well, thankfully, stage three to me is the least unknown one. I might be just saying that because I haven't done it yet and it's going to surprise me when it happens. But really to me, stage three looks like putting all of this clarity and this understanding into action. Stage three is obviously something that I'm working towards right now, but for me, it really kicks into place in September of this year. And the language that I've given to stage three is landing a new normal. You guys will know if you read the midweek emails, new normal is something that I'm really processing right now. You know, the idea that in business and in life and in everything that we do, we're always adapting to and pushing to new normals. And that's really, for me, what this shift feels like. You know, every day in my business, I feel like I'm pushing to a new normal in some way. But I guess it's true to say that this new normal feels like a pretty significant one. And what stage three really looks like is acting out the answer to this question. So why September? Well, for a long time in business, I have really admired people who take a whole month off. The people that do it always say how impactful it is. And for the past year or so, it's been something that I've really wanted to try. About six months ago, I just thought in my head, like, what if I did take a month off? And when I worked through those limiting beliefs and the weird fears that came up, I realized that there was nothing stopping me doing that. And actually, it would work really well to the seasonality of my business. So about six months ago, I decided that I wanted to take August off. It's a naturally quiet month for me and I really struggle to take regular time off throughout the year. So I knew that having a whole chunk of time off where I would say it publicly and have to make it happen would probably be the best way for me to really take a break and push hard in the start of this year, knowing that there was coming a point where I'd take a proper break and just stop. Like I've already said, when I started to think about this shift, and I guess that question that it all started with, it really felt like a pretty simple fix of bringing some new things into my business. But through the work with Joe, I really realized like, actually, this is something bigger than that. You know, it almost feels like an evolution of my business. It feels like the next stage. And because I'd already decided I wasn't taking on any other clients after March, I knew that I was starting fresh in September with no previous clients and actually at the point of thinking about this, no work booked in. So what I started to think about is, well, okay, what would it look like to use this clean slate of September to really start fresh with this new way that I want to be working? 
whilst of course there's a huge amount that I'm doing now to prepare for that shift and always lay the foundations for it, September for me looks like that stake in the ground where my business is finding its new normal. It's gonna have the same impact, it's gonna be working with the same people, but it's gonna be done in a way which really lines up with the new clarity that I have over what I want and how I want that to feel. What that looks like is a new split of income streams, new boundaries around my time, new ways that I price things, and ultimately just a new way of working. And let me tell you, I am so excited by it. You know, when else in business do you have an opportunity to really just press pause, lay a clean slate down and start fresh? That doesn't look like starting fresh with a new business, but just starting fresh with the way that I'm doing things. I'm sure any business owners listening to this can resonate with the fact that it can be just so easy to get into a routine of how you do things. And actually stepping back, Asking yourselves those big questions of, okay, how do I actually want this business to serve me? You know, what do I actually want this business to look like? And then giving yourself the permission and the capacity to step into those things is just the most amazing thing. There is obviously a huge amount of work to do until then, but fully stepping into that new normal in September feels like the perfect step for my business and honestly has been a long time coming. So what do I want you to gain by listening to this total ramble of where my business is at? Well, I guess my first encouragement would be that nothing happens overnight. You know, September shift, whilst that will probably be the first time that it really gets seen externally, has been happening internally for over a year and a half at that point. It has been a long and slow and frustrating and unclear and confusing process to get to a point where that shift feels really clear. And I think it's very easy to see the things that are going on in other people's businesses and assume that it's just a snap your fingers and make it done kind of thing. But hopefully this episode and me attempting to explain to you what the last year of coming to this shift has been like proves to you that seriously nothing does happen overnight and there is always so much that goes on behind the scenes to make a shift like that a reality. The second thing that I want you to take from this episode is that shifting is rarely comfortable, but it's so worth it. I seriously think that without working with Joe and having someone else there to, I guess, just hold a mirror up to me and keep me accountable, this shift wouldn't feel so clear and so urgent to do right now because I am pretty good at burying my head in the sand, even though I know that something might need to be done. So there's been a whole lot of pushing through discomfort, a whole lot of not knowing the answers, but just taking action to try and find them. And that hasn't always been the best thing to do. You know, there have been times over the last few months, and there will be times over the next few months, where I'll just think, flip, isn't it just easier to stay coaching all the time? I know it works, I know it sells out, why am I trying to do new things? But ultimately, when I take myself back to that big picture and I remind myself why I'm doing this shift, oh my gosh, is it worth it? And Flip and Nora had to get that into an episode. Will it be worth it when I'm running this business at a new normal in September? And the third and final thing I want you to take from this episode is that, you guessed it, taking the time to work big picture is so impactful. I do not just bang on about working big picture for the sake of it. I talk about it because genuinely for me, it's been the most impactful thing in moving my business forward. You know, once you've been running your business for a little while, it's so easy to get into the rhythm of how you do things without really questioning it. And to help counteract that, I find that working big picture ensures that I'm always really clear on what matters to me 
And I'm therefore building a business and taking action right now that leads me towards that. Working big picture and gaining clarity in the big picture takes me off of autopilot mode and into a place where I feel like I'm playing a really proactive role in how I'm building my business and what it's working towards. Undoubtedly, the biggest thing that this process so far has taught me is to really value the act of just listening to those questions which come up in your business. You know, for me, this big shift in my business, which truly feels like the biggest evolution that I've been on so far, just started with a couple of random thoughts here and there, a couple of questions which made me think, and really just a number of nudges over a series of months which made me think that maybe this question was a priority. And it was by listening to those questions, trying to gain clarity with actually why those questions were coming up, and really just taking action to start to explore them that I've now landed on something that feels like the complete right next step for my business. But I would have never got there if I hadn't have given real space and permission to that big picture work and to just the power of taking action. You know, if something for you like the retreat where that focus space is created for you and you are prompted to connect to that big picture and work through those kind of limiting beliefs and mindset blocks that come up along the way, does feel like the right fit for you, then I would completely encourage you to invest in it. I am so, so not a hard seller and I'm not gonna sit here and tell you that it's the perfect fit for everyone and that you need it. But I am gonna say that within my business, exactly what the retreat provides, you know, that ability to step out of the everyday, connect to the big picture, get clear and work through the stuff that flags up once you get clear, has made the biggest difference. And it's a real privilege for me to create that space for others and allow others to go through that same transformation. There is gonna be a link in the show notes if you do wanna opt in and save a space. But even if the retreat doesn't feel like a right fit for you, I guess I want you to just use this episode and whatever you can take from what I've just shared to encourage you in the way that you are running your business. I know that this has been a bit of a different episode. I hope that it's made sense. You know, for me, this is still something that I'm trying to figure out and put language to. So it's actually been quite a positive thing to try to think about how to say it on a podcast. But I hope that there's bits that you can take from what I shared today, which is gonna give you some encouragement or just affirmation, or I guess just something to think about in the way that you're doing things. I'll be back next Monday with another conversation to share with you But until then, I hope that you have the best week. And I just want to thank you all for being the most incredible people over the last few months. This podcast is on a serious high in 2020. We had our biggest month to date in Jan, and we've already smashed it with a few days left in Feb by at least a thousand downloads. So thank you for that. Genuinely, this podcast would not be what it is and probably wouldn't be here, in fact, definitely wouldn't be here if it wasn't for so many of you who tune in, share your thoughts, add to the conversations and really just support what we do. So thank you for that. I don't really have anything left to say and I hate ending podcast episodes. I'm on episode number 102 and I still can't end them well. So I guess this is me (laughs) over and out. Cue the outro music.